0: I'm Josh, and my mission is simple. I teach tens of thousands of home service business owners like you how to grow a profitable seven-figure business. Every week, I deliver mind bombs and systems designed to help you gain mastery over marketing, admin, production, and sales inside your company. Each week, I'll open up the vault so you can finally take hold of the life and business you deserve. There is only one thing between where you are today and where you want to be, and that is the growth you're willing to endure. You're in the right place. Welcome to the Growth Flow. Hey my friends, welcome to the Growth Flow Podcast. Hope you're doing awesome. Josh here, the world is a crazy place right now. And not to timestamp this episode because <laughs> generally speaking, I try to just give super useful practical tips that no matter when you listen to this, you can apply them and get a result in your business. We talk about systems and mindset and all the things that Really, home service companies need to succeed at a high level. Um, and I do want to talk about a few things, but it's hard to avoid the fact that currently the world seems to be on fire and people are, are, are freaking out. A lot of people are freaking out. Uh, and it's like the one-two punch. We had coronavirus and now there's rioting and looting and all kinds of craziness and protests and just a lot of emotion. You know, one of my favorite quotes um, that's a new quote, because I'm a quote machine, quote junkie, is from... The famous Myron Golden, who I I constantly talk about in this show because he's super awesome. And I heard him in an interview recently say that when when your emotion goes up, your IQ goes down. Right? Think about that. Isn't that so true? Whether it's just like an argument with our spouse or something we're mad at an employee about or even, you know, the media, the news, you know, if you're staying up till two in the morning, refreshing Twitter and and following every new breaking headline, it's going to cause all kinds of emotion in you. And uh, there's almost like this outrage culture, right? So people on both sides are constantly in a state of rage and disgust with the other side. And, It's just bad. It's bad. It's unhealthy. It's bad. It doesn't mean that there's not underlying issues and stuff, but uh, as business owners, especially if you are providing for a family, you're not just a single guy with a little side hustle. If you have a real company, you're providing for your family, you're providing for your employees' families, it's really, really important uh, and responsible of you to keep a clear head and to keep your emotions somewhat in check uh, while you're operating your company because there's so much to lose, and believe it or not, there's a lot of opportunity right now. In fact, a lot of the people that I'm working with inside the, the Conquer program are having record months and year-to-date. They're up, you know, despite all of this stuff, the one-two punch of this craziness. They're still up. The, the demand is still high. The fundamentals of the economy are still really good. It's just hard to see it that way if you're only reading all the negative headlines and you're all worked up, right? So I just want to encourage you to maybe muster up the willpower required to push pause on some of the news that you're reading and all the headlines that you're reading and all that stuff. Try to keep some of the negativity out so you can think clearly so your emotions can come back down and you can actually focus on your business. There's there's opportunities to buy other companies right now. There's opportunities to market in unique and clever ways. There's opportunities to just build relationships and go for it because so many people are holding back. I'm not just saying this. It's real. There really, really is opportunities. There's more millionaires made during the Great Depression. You've probably heard people say that. It's true. There's more millionaires made during that time frame than any other American history time frame because there's just so much change happening. So how are you going to position your company to capitalize on it? One of the big complaints I've been hearing lately, uh, I guess it's kind of an ongoing complaint, but it's even more exasperated right now, is employee issues. It's employee-related stuff. So the long and short of it is uh, unemployment got crazy high because of COVID, Right. And 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 so all these people were getting these government programs, and they're making you know all this money on unemployment. In fact, um, not only are most people getting their normal state weekly unemployment check, but they get an additional $600 a week from one of the pieces of the government uh, stimulus package. And so, essentially, you have millions of people getting paid $1,000 a week, more or less, to not work. And although that doesn't last forever, I think it, I can't, I should have looked this up before the show, but it lasts like 26 weeks or 39 weeks. It's it's like it's like a long time. It's months and months people can get this. And so for a lot of the companies that are growing, and maybe you're facing this right now, it's even harder to recruit than before. And you would think, with unemployment being so high, that it would be easier to recruit than before. But the inverse is true, which is just crazy. It's like, well, where's the opportunity in that, Josh? You know, I can't hire people. I can't grow. Well... Uh, I, I hear you. it's a real problem. People don't want to work to make 700 or $800 a week when they can not work and make $1,000 a week. And so, until that money runs out, Uh, it's going to be a challenge, right? So let's talk about some ideas regarding building your team, right? Because we have the obvious ones. You have the online job boards like Indeed. Indeed is probably the most popular one. I don't hear people really talk about Monster.com or Yahoo hot jobs anymore like maybe they used to back in the day, but Indeed is one of the primary places to go. But there are other sites you can use, uh, and there are other options that maybe you're not thinking about. So um, off the top of my head... um, How's your recruiting game? How how uh, consistent are you with recruiting people with great attitudes? For example, when you're out and about or your employees or your wife or your spouse or your grandma or your mom and dad are out and about, are they uh, told by you to always look for people working these other jobs that have great attitudes l- trying to recruit them for your company? They should be. That should be a normal thing. You should always be recruiting, whether you're at a gas station, you are you see a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant, you're at a retail store. Think about it. Think about working for your company. And I know it varies greatly depending on what industry you're in, but a lot of home service jobs, you can pay people, you know, $20 an hour to clean for you or to do things for you. Uh, and that can be pretty, pretty dang good, right? And a lot of these people, these young people, They have great attitudes. Believe it or not, there are good work ethic people in the world, and they're working at some retail store folding shirts, making minimum wage, when they could be working for you, and it'd be way better, but we're not reaching them. So don't just rely on Indeed. Definitely uh, crank up your, your ad spend on Indeed and get some good copy and make your job sound really, really amazing, and super sexy, and awesome, uh, and be a marketer when it comes to that, but you can also be recruiting. My company, we passed out business cards that were really simple. On one side of the business card, it said, you look like someone we'd love to work with. And on the back of the business card... It said something along the lines of, um, come see what it's like to work for a small family-owned business that actually cares about you as a person. And it had our phone number and our website. Um, and my whole company had those cards on them. They were in every single work truck because we paid a referral bonus to any employee that referred someone um to come work at the company. So everyone who passed them out all the time. Who wants to work at a gas station for minimum wage when they can make twice as much money and have way more fun working for you and you actually care about them? They're not just a cog in a wheel, right? So recruiting is a really underutilized thing and uh, you should be doing that. Another thing that works really well, believe it or not, to go old school and analog is uh, hanging up flyers on bulletin boards around town. So a lot of restaurants you walk in, they have those business card bulletin boards, uh, kind of in the vestibule area where you're walking to the restaurant. Uh, or grocery stores have bulletin boards where people put their jet ski for sale or they have a yard sale announcement or something, you can put a job recruitment flyer there with those little phone number pull-off tabs on the bottom of them, you know, where it says all the cool things about your job and why it's amazing and how they can earn, you know, up to $22 an hour, work for a family-owned company, blah, 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 here's all the benefits, it's amazing. And then at the bottom of the flyers, those little phone numbers you can tear off. Those work good because people rip those off on behalf of other people. It's super cheap, you can print up 20 of them and you'll be shocked at how many people that you get uh, applying through that method. It's super, super simple, you should do that. Another thing you can do is you can email churches in your area, and you email a church, you say, hey, if there's any good people who are down on their luck, they're out of work, they're looking for something, please let us know. A lot of times the churches will have an internal email list and they'll just email the congregation or they'll put it in the newsletter and say, hey, if anybody's looking for a job, there's this job, it pays this much, you know, here's the information. Uh, or they'll have a Facebook group or some sort of way to communicate. It's free. You could put together a simple email, email it to 25, 30 churches in your area in an afternoon and you could get a bunch of applicants that way. Another way you can get applicants is through yard signs. So people use yard signs in home services all the time. In fact, it can be a great leveraged way to get to get calls, depending on where you live, but you should also use them for recruiting. Now the yard sign doesn't have to have a lot of information on it. It can just have some basic information, like you know, earn up to this amount per hour, um, and then a phone number or a website, right? But you should have yard signs. If you have an actual shop or an office, you should leave up the we're hiring yard sign in front of it all the time. Um, after you've been in business for a while and you've hired and fired a lot of people, you start to realize that you need to recruit year round. And we tend to look at recruiting as like this this crisis event when our business is small um, because you know it's just you or it's you and a couple guys and everything's okay and then they quit. And then you freak out and you panic. And then you get all worked up and emotional and your emotion goes up and your IQ goes down and you get mad and you blame Donald Trump or you blame the economy. You'll blame something and say that millennials don't want to work. But really, if we're logical, you don't have a recruiting strategy. you know. And the recruiting strategy includes all of these various channels that I'm talking about and these different ideas and techniques. But it's also your messaging, your positioning, the way you describe your job. Like, is it even fun working for you? Who would want to work for you? You know, Are you a company worth working for in the first place? So with all that being said, is it harder right now? Yes. Uh, but And are most people giving up and making excuses? Yes. That's why there's an opportunity. You see how that works? Most people are saying, oh, it's not possible. That's bull crap. It's totally possible. You can make the best hire of your life. Tommy Mello was at the Automate Grosselle, uh Summit in Lake Tahoe for our Conquer program in January, and he was speaking. And he, he was talking about how... I think I mentioned this on the other podcast the other day but how people are always like, "Well, what if I make a bad hire? What if what if I train someone for a month and then they quit? What if they what if I train someone and they steal or they crash my truck or like you list off all these horrible things." And then he said what's funny to him is he always tells people, "What if they don't do those bad things? What if you make a hire?" And, and they're the best person you've ever hired. What if you make a hire and they're with you for a decade and they help you fundamentally grow and transform your company? Like what, if you're going to use what ifs, don't just use what if, insert negative, use what if, insert positive, because those things happen too. And I'm telling you, you can have the year, you can have one of the best years of your business this year if you just... Uh, shut out the negative. Keep trying to focus on the opportunities. Put in extra effort on recruiting. Be a company worth working for. Uh, and just keep keep grinding it out. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm already seeing it. I'm already seeing these companies bounce back. I'm seeing the cash come in the door. I'm seeing the opportunity. I'm seeing their price points go up, their profits going up. Uh, you know, We've done a great job at Automate Grosselle just educating an entire industry on margin and profitability and all these cool things. And I'm so proud to have been a part in this podcast and everything. Thing and we're, we're up-leveling home services. It's becoming more sophisticated. People are becoming CEOs and not just owner-operators. And you get to participate in that. And it takes a lot of effort on your part. That's true. Uh, but how exciting is it that you even have access to information like this? How exciting is it, if you haven't heard already, that we have the Home Service Super Summit happening this week? Think about this, okay? There's over 40 uh, High-level uh, professionals in the top of their field in all these different home service industries speaking for free in an online summit that we have put together for you for free it happens this week. If you haven't gotten your ticket for it, you should get it. But the access to education is insane. It's never been easier than it is right now. The market, the access to financing, like everything is in place. Like homeowners are trained to buy and subscribe. Like ev- every, everything is like perfectly set up for you to hit a home run in home services from, from the way the baby boomers are aging to the way that millennials don't ever do anything themselves. And they love to buy subscriptions. They love to pay for home services. Like the way that the wealth is risen, the way that the economy was before COVID, like everything is just like positioned for you. And yes, we've had setbacks and yes, there's all kinds of stuff, but it's your responsibility to take care of your family. To grow your business, to take care of your employees, to create more opportunity for them, and build wealth for yourself and your family in the process. That's your job. I don't want you being paralyzed out there, freaking out. Uh, a lot of times we think we need more you know, resources to succeed, or we need more external help. That there's some sort of external force holding us down, and 99% of the time, it's internal. 99% of the time, you don't need more resources to win. You need more resourcefulness to win. And I want to challenge you to see if that's the case for you. And by the way, uh, go get sign up for the Super Summit um, because that's crazy not to. And it is a limited time event, so it streams live for four days. There's over forty speakers. We have Michael Gerber, who wrote the E sitting down with Brandon Vaughn, teaching home service business owners. We have Brian Scudamore, who founder of One Eight Hundred Got Junk. It's a four hundred million dollar company. We have Mike McAllowitz. So we have a ton of people. I'm speaking on there. A bunch of people. All kinds of seven-figure everybody, awesome people. It's totally free. Go to homeservicesupersummit.com, get your ticket, sign up for it. I can't wait to see you on there and hang out. And I hope uh, this podcast was valuable for you. Uh, Be encouraged. Don't give up hope. Don't get discouraged by the clickbaity headlines, the outrage culture and everything else. When you understand how media works, uh, they benefit the most by this type of stuff. The media derives revenue through traffic, through clicks, through volume. So the the juiciest headline, the breaking story, all these things are to drive revenue because the media companies are businesses. So yes, there's lots of bad, painful things happening. That's all true. But don't be deceived by the the rage bait, <laughs> the clickbait, Whichever side you're on, they're serving it up to both. So uh, open your eyes to that, be encouraged, grow your business, capitalize on the opportunities, go recruit someone, be a company worth working for, and I hope that this becomes one of the best years of your business despite all of the madness. Take care, God bless. If you're ready to go even deeper, go to Facebook and search for The Growth Vault. It's a free community with thousands of other business owners just like you. I'll see you next time on The Growth Fall.